Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We'll thank our sponsors over at, uh, oh gosh, where, did, where, did I, where was I going there? I don't even know. Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I think I was trying to combine the words churn and strange. Crange? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what's not cringe is having a great day starting it off with a Strange Brew Coffee House. Pulled up through the drive-thru here in Starkville or over there in Brupolo in, uh, in Tupelo. And uh, yeah, get your day going the right way. But if you can't make it here, if you don't live in Tupelo, well, it doesn't really matter where you live in the great state of Mississippi or anywhere in America, nay, the world, because you can just get it shipped directly to your door with a visit to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Whatever kind of coffee machine you've got, they've got you taken care of, including these super fantastic K-Cups. They're flying off the shelves. Get yours today at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. If you're looking for something brand new, maroon and white, the only place to go is College Corner. They have the biggest and best selection of Mississippi State merchandise in central Mississippi. So why would you go anywhere else? Shop at one of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet. They're in Florida by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Something different that you've never had before awaits you every time you go to Humble Taco because there just isn't another place like it. Not just a Mexican restaurant, but any kind of restaurant here in the Starkville area. So it's really good stuff. I enjoy it. I love going there. The atmosphere is fantastic. They got the great big patio. So as the spring goes along and the weather gets nice, that's going to be the place to be on baseball weekends. If you're looking for an easy solution for lunch, that's also a great one, man. Firehouse subs can't be beat. Download the Firehouse subs app today and you can get reward points. Pile it up. I saw Firehouse subs tweeting earlier. They were giving out double reward points again. You should follow them on Twitter if you have that app because they, they let you know when the extra points are available to you. So give them a follow. And grab a sandwich for lunch today at your local firehouse subs, Starkville and Oxford, to Columbus and Tupelo, Madison and Flowood. All right, Robbie Falk, we have a lot of uh, questions today. Yeah. And, and that was with me capping it at 11 a.m. We still got a lot of questions. So it's been a long day, but so I'm excited right to in. end it with this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's start with Colton Watson, who wants to know assuming Landon Sims has an Ethan Small like season. Sub 2.5 ERA, over 120 K, seven to 10 wins. Where does he rank among all pitchers in MSU history? In he's going to be up there. He's in the top tier. He's in the Brantley, Bobby Reed, DuBose, small tier. Yes. Of the, of the elite of the elite. There's no doubt that you, you had probably the, the greatest. Um, I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, but. He might have had the greatest season of a of a reliever at MSU. Yeah, the say maybe not maybe not in terms of saves, mm-hmm. but if you take away that one game where he was just throwing in the in the SEC tournament just to throw, mm-hmm. 
and he did I mean it just, it was obvious that the game was over and there was really no reason for him to come in there and and shut things down or anything like that and he was just kind of having a BP session pretty much you take that away it was possibly the most dominant season of any reliever in MSU history you can put it up there with Jacob Lindgren you can put it up there with uh, Jonathan Holder mm-hmm. who else Bobby Reed Bobby Reed's a starter okay, John Harden so, uh, uh Van Johnson, all those guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it was, uh, and it was incredible last year. What he was, if he could do that this year as a starter, he might be the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Brian, you love hypocrisy when it comes from others. What do you have to say about allowing four Starkville eateries to advertise on your show, two of which are almost certainly competitors when you look at their target market? Well, first and foremost, there's only uh, three, right? Uh, two brothers, two brothers, Humble Taco and Firehouse Subs, right? All right. None Firehouse of which Su- are the same kind of restaurant. None of which are the same kind of restaurant. Firehouse Subs is a, a chain. So, you know, they have locations all over the state. Uh, but the most important thing is they all pay. They that, all pay. That and the fact that, you know, you can eat at more than one restaurant, right? Yeah. And so if you're a local restaurant and you're interested in advertising on uh, this show, you know, you feel free to reach out sometime. And I'll we take, don't discriminate against we do not discriminate against restaurants unless it's McDonald's. Correct. Correct. Only McDonald's. A few years back it would have been Domino's for me, but you know, nowadays I order from Domino's every now and then. <laughs> uh our friends who are promoting the cheese fry capital of the world campaign. Which I mean, all I'm, agree- I'm saying is probably is probably Colt Weezy. Because it, every it, time it, we get a question, it's it's him, and then it's the cheese fry. Yeah, it's he's he's he's. You know, I don't understand why you needed two uh, two Twitter accounts for that, but whatever. Can we all agree that cheese fries are better than nachos by a, a thousand miles? No, we we cannot. We cannot agree on that. No, not at all. And it really depends on the type of fry. There's a lot of fries that I don't prefer. Mm-hmm. You know, the like the thick, uh, like soft steak fries. No, yeah, don't, like don't want those. I mean, I'll eat those, but not my furry, not, not my favorite. Thin, so, crispy fries. That's where we, we want to be. I mean, I can go eat nachos at a concession stand with the cheap nacho cheese yeah, yeah. and be extremely happy. Yeah. You know, there's some soggy fries out there that won't be very Ruin good. your day. What about the yes. pork rind nachos at Two Brothers, too? Better. Oh, yes. Better. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So Sorry to crush your dreams. Head-to-head, buffalo chicken bacon and ranch on waffle fries or cheese chili jalapenos and crispy onion straws on wedge fries uh it's waffle fries yeah the waffle fries is the way to go there i hate i hate wedge fries okay works for me potato logs nah and this is this is really the proof here by the way that colton watson is the cheese fry guy because the next thing comes from this maroon mike podcast which he is a part of Oh my gosh! With three straight questions, three straight questions from three different accounts from the same. Di- Come on, man! Just ask the questions. We've outed you. We have outed you, Colt. I feel Weezy. bad for doxing you, but you make it too easy. Uh, why have we slept on Matt Court or so, so hard? It's because Jess Davis is a four-year transfer instead of a JUCO bandit. I know they're plus defenders, but in hindsight, it shouldn't have been hard to predict that Davis and Skinner couldn't hit as well as Quarter. Well, I mean, you don't know that. I mean, they, he could have come over and hit the ball well. Skinner was a guy that had a lot of hype a season ago. But, yeah, Quarter seems to like he's definitely going to be the uh, the center fielder going for it, right? I mean, the big thing is 
he was injured in the fall, so we didn't really hear much about him. Um, you know, we, I, yeah. I, I thought that he could definitely contend out there. I knew that he was really athletic. I knew he, he probably had a better bat than the other two. But you just don't know until they get in, in, on this level and they start playing against Division One pitchers. And also, we just da- have not seen him enough. So it was just kind of common to talk more about Jess Davis and Braylon Skinner. But I think after seeing all three play, and you know, it's still early, but after seeing all three play and kind of knowing their strengths and weaknesses, I think quarter is the obvious choice right now. Yeah, we'll I agree. see how that plays out. Uh, six packs peak. Six, six, six packs peak. Ask. Who cares more about locking the replies? This is an easy question. Uh, it's, it's obviously Brian. It's I don't me. really, I don't really care about any rules on this. Uh, I do Fair. get annoyed. I do get annoyed whenever people answer questions that are meant for us. And it always and, bothers me, like on a message board, when somebody's like asking like one of the moderators a question, and somebody else comes in and is like, "Well, I'm not so and so, but." I always I I have had to hold back Robbie so many times from just saying you're not Robbie, no crap, really. I never would have guessed that by the fact that your name is Super Dog Four Twenty and not Robbie Falk. I I thought that was his also his account. <laughs> yeah, I care. But it's about kind the of the same because what you're just saying right there. The only way to fix it is to lock the replies. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. It just doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a little irritating. We have one. Rule. It doesn't bother me as as much. We just have one rule. I don't feel like it was that difficult. I, nobody could people, follow it, so I had people to, have I had sent to. me messages asking, like, "Well, I'm confused. How do I lock my tweet?" Like, it's gotten to the point where it's kind of confusing to to create. I don't know. The, whatever. The, the the point is, we had one rule: don't answer the questions, and we couldn't get through a, a rumblings without that. So now everybody has to suffer. So if you want to blame someone, don't blame me. Blame the people who couldn't stop answering the questions. They're the ones who are at fault. I'm just, I'm just the messenger. All right. You're not the messenger. You're the dictator. So it, the time has come for someone to put their foot down, and that foot is me. And it's, Alan, a, it's a wide foot. It, I actually have very narrow feet for a man. It's really weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Alan McKean asked, uh, sorry we, that, that we fired you, coach. He's been downhill ever since. Uh, what were some of your favorite walkout songs you heard this weekend? I enjoyed the 80s collection from mm. Jess Davis, Matt Quarter, and uh, and R.J. Yeager. Those are the ones that I enjoyed. Tanner, Tanner Leggett has uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Rock with you. Um, so uh, that's, that's a good one, too. Landon Sims is, is just an issue in. Yes. Uh, Pico Cone today with uh, Kickstart My Heart was good. Fristo's so, yeah. Iron Man, I think. It's That's good. Really yeah. good. It's good. It's good. So, but the, 80, the 80s pop selections in there are just fantastic. Th- this is definitely the best collection of music for walkouts that I can remember. It's good. It's, it's quality. It's quality. Like, like top to bottom, you know, there's been better, mm. better ones, but top to bottom, this is one of the better ones. I got to go back and look at that 19 team. You had your love. You had the sax song from McNamee. You had yeah. Tanner Allen in there. Tanner the Allen six, at that time was probably still doing Crazy Train, right? Uh, he might have. I can't remember. Yeah, but um, sixteen was really good too. Yeah, that's good. All right, uh, Brian McDuff, who's a friend of mine. 
I have this friend that's in an abusive relationship. Let's call him Cleveland Jomustabelli. No matter how much this person, let's call him Lynn Powman, breaks his heart, he keeps holding out hope that maybe things will change. What can I do to help him? I think you just need to continue to be his friend and just offer him support as he needs it. Yes. The problem with offering that man support is you need a lot of support. You know what I'm saying? A lot of support. Have you ever seen the movers strap a refrigerator on their back? Yeah. Yeah, we, there, there was a thing on uh, on Pitchman where you put these straps over your back and it allowed you to lift heavy. I'm just saying, maybe look into it. You know, they, they, the, the big U-Haul might be needed here. Uh, where Where's are the we? Pot, pot kettle meme? Yeah, we need it right here. Exactly. Steve Vinson asked, gentlemen, I have but one question and have no doubt with your unimpeachable opinion and astoundingly deep knowledge, you can provide the answer. So, yes or no? I say yes. I disagree. Oh. Why say no when it feels so good to say yes? (laughs) All right, then. Uh, Jan Baltimore, thoughts on Andrew Walling not making an appearance over the weekend and was not mentioned to pitch on Tuesday. Obviously, since this has happened, he did pitch on Tuesday, and we got to see why he didn't pitch on the weekend. Um, I met Jan Baltimore the other day. Okay, nice guy. Very nice guy, he, and uh, great to meet you, Jay. He was at Two Brothers. I mean, that's where all the cool kids go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and came over, spoke to me. I appreciate that. Drove all the way down from Baltimore to to go to the game. He said his. I think he said he's going to uh, start to uh, make this a tradition. That sounds but good. Also, that's, Two Brothers. That's why. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, go well, ahead. You go. I was going to say that that's why this guy's asking so many baseball questions. He was so excited to drive down from Baltimore, and you try to take that away from him. You try to take that joy away from him during football season. I don't trust people from Baltimore, I'll be honest with you. I watch The Wire. so. Well, I told him the same thing being a Steelers fan. But there you go. That's a good point, yeah. Everybody has their faults. It's true. Brad Baxter, will the pitching staff break the program strikeout record again this year? That, that, that's going to be tough, I think. Uh yeah, I, th- I think I think that is going to be kind of tough. They made they made a run all the way to the championship game, and they broke the record like in the College World Series last year, and that that's with you know just striking out guys at a extremely high rate. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but I mean they'll still uh, be a good strikeout staff. I was just going to look at it real quick. So they struck out eight seventeen last yeah, year. That's a lot. Um. 817 in 68 games. Mm-hmm. So that was 12 strikeouts a game. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to – well, okay. I was, I was trying to get to the uh, stats this year real quick. They have 51 through four games, so they're, they're already, you know, around the same, but that's that number is going to go down. I agree. I agree. I, I just see teams. You just don't. I mean, you just don't have. I don't think the 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 sheer number of strikeout pitchers that you had a season ago. I just don't think that you do. Well, you know that Landon Sims is probably going to strike out ten every Friday. Right. He'll strike out more. He'll strike out more. But do you have enough guys like Jackson Fristo? He had six strikeouts in four innings. That's a good number. But mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be a high strikeout guy. Right. Cade Smith. I don't know if he's going to be a high strikeout guy. Right. He struck out six and five and two-thirds the other day. Mm-hmm. So your starters outside of Landon Sims are not going to strike out a bunch. 
You know, right. Preston Johnson can strike out some guys. I, I just don't see enough strikeouts out of this group. Unless somebody, unless like Stennett and Walling get things together, those are your velocity guys that, yeah. can, that can provide you. But they've got to get it together. Uh, let's see here. Next question comes from Carson Clark, who asks, who did you gain confidence? Who did you lose confidence in after last weekend? I can't say I lost confidence in anybody. It's the first weekend. That being said, I gained a lot of confidence in Tanner Leggett. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just – I'm having a hard time having confidence in a lot of these bullpen arms. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, the bullpen's really shaky to me right now. Yeah. And it's just because we don't – we haven't seen it uh, from the guys that are, that are there. We haven't seen enough of them get the job done. Preston Johnson you feel really good about. You feel okay about Brandon Smith, but he hasn't he hasn't been tearing it up since late last year. I mean, who else? Yeah. Who else do you feel really good about in the bullpen? That that's a that's a big question, a question. mark for me. It's a good question. That's a big I, question I, mark for me. I hear you. Um, and I, I you know I gain confidence in Pico Khan. I think. Yeah. I think that he I think that he can be much better than than we expect him to be as a true freshman. Jackson Fristo said uh, today. That he thinks he could be one of the better pitchers on the team this year. That's pretty high praise for for a true freshman. It is. Kevis Wright asked us, "What position are you guys most interested in during spring practice? What's your choice?" You know, we talked a little bit about quarterback. I, I still don't. I'm, I'm not expecting Sawyer Robertson to to surpass Will Rogers, but I'm interested to see if he can make up some ground here. Can he be? very competitive in that race and can you start to think well maybe he can take over that spot other than just wishing it that's what everybody's wishing it right now that he will but reality states that it's it's not we haven't seen anything yet to to tell us that he's going to compete for that starting job so that that's really a spot i want to see and then the tackle spots yeah you got to take over there that's mine i'm, I'm, I'm most interested because i feel like it's a passing offense. You got to be able to protect the quarterback. Who are the tackles going to be? That's what I'm looking at. Is it going to be Percy Lewis? Is it going to be uh, the the transfer from Middle Tennessee State, whose name escaped me? Lasoya, I think. Stephen Lasoya. Yeah. Is it going to be him? Are they going to continue to search the transfer portal, try to find another guy? I don't know the answer, but they need to. They need to. That that position has to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Also from Kivas, what's the best dish you've ever cooked? Hmm. I don't know. Off the top of my head, you know, I, I haven't cooked. I haven't cooked a whole lot over the years. So, so for me, it's like, you know, I, I've made some good stuff on the grill, but I'm always following somebody else's recipe for the most part, right? Yeah, it's not, it's not anything creative. My lasagna recipe—that's mine. It's my recipe, so I think I'm gonna go with that. Well, some people don't think that you're cooking it correctly. Yeah, well, some people are idiots. That's a, there's no other way around that particular fact. All right. Brogan Fairchild asks us, if you go back in time and get any toy that existed from your childhood, what would it be? I would have a hard time passing up the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. It's a good choice. Hmm. I don't have anything on the top of my head. No, I wasn't like after a certain age, like I just really was really not into so that much. My thought process here is go back and get my the original Nintendo and get the games. It would probably be video games. It would like, probably be video games. I would games. love to be able to play some of those old games, which I know you can and still you know, buy that thing, but I, you know, just to have it's the not original. the same. Yeah. 
Um, I want to blow in the cartridge, yeah. I never got I never uh, got a Sega Genesis. My cousin oh, had a Sega Genesis, and I loved the Sega. Yeah, uh, I loved going to his house and playing some of the old uh, college football and college Bill basketball Walsh, games. College football, yeah. Um, and then he had you know like um, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mortal Kombat. So, Were you all allowed to have that? No, we did not have that. But I played that. I played that at Pizza Hut. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. When you when you go to Pizza Hut, you can play that in the, on the arcade there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Next question. Uh, so there's another one here from uh, from Brogan. What other adjustments can you see being made to the batting order? If he keeps hitting like this, Tanner Leggett's going to get in there, and he's going to be a, a little further up the ninth. That has been the that's been the big topic today. I think when he hit that second home run, everybody said, "Okay, he's he probably needs a look." You know, the the home run against Long Beach was a nice story and everything, but we've seen him in the college world series, have a really clutch at bat and send Mississippi state to the national championship. You've seen him now play most of this ball game and you saw him in the field too. I think that was a big question mark there. How would he perform at shortstop? But now that you've seen it, you know, the debates going on on our board right now, I don't think that the defense is that, big of a drop-off if you're taking – and that's that's what we've heard and what we've talked about this whole time with Lane Forsythe. His defense is just too good. If, you know, if he's batting 250, 260 or something, he's got to stay on the field. Well, now I, I haven't seen anything from Tanner Leggett that suggests that he can't take over at shortstop defensively. And it's not like Lane Forsythe was Derek Jeter. I mean, he, he made some great plays and he was very good down the stretch, but – he also had like 18 errors last year. I know he's a true freshman, and I'm not trying to demean what he did, but it's, it's not like you're you're replacing the greatest shortstop of all time. Um, there, I, I think it's 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 a relevant topic to bring up if a guy is hitting as well as as, as uh, Tanner Leggett is. You know he's going to have a competitive at bat. You know that there's a chance he's going to have a hit when he gets up there, and there's just there's too many times where you. You, you expect Lane Forsythe to come up and he's not going to come through. Uh, this is a guy that we know can do it, and he's got some pop too. I, I just think ride with him a little bit. Let's see what he can do in the field for a weekend series. Let's see what he can do at the plate. If he's productive at the plate and he's not making too many errors, then I think you got to go with him. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Uh, walking bully, Kate Smith hit his spots all day. Are we supposed to believe he didn't hit his spot with the first pitch of the game? His first pitch of the game of ball? No, he hit somebody in the back. It's a oh. leadoff guy. Oh, he said, I, he, he I see he what he's saying. Up. He's saying that he thinks it was intentional. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I don't think he wanted to hit the first guy. He faced. Yeah, you don't want the first guy first when you dude. when you've lost the first two games of the series. I don't think you want to start the game like that. Is, is what I would say. I'm surprised that Murillo didn't take one to the ribs. Yeah, he, I'm surprised that it too. But it sort of is what it is. Uh, walking bully also uh, worst season slogan 2012 football we believe or 21 22 basketball feels like 96. I don't want to. Am I gonna get in trouble here? People get mad at me when I talk about the feels like 96 slogan. It's we believe by a long shot. We believe is the answer. Yeah, that was that was rough. It was rough. Uh, Alex Barham says, if I can get it to pop up here. If you were going to cook in the left field lounge to give an opposing team, what items would you cook? To represent MSU in the lounge. Well, I mean, just, just some barbecue, some ribs. I don't know. Give them some hot dogs. 
some hot dogs off that grill the other day. Juicy was, jumbos. That grill that was that was just smoking the kingdom come. They're doing some hell. They're, hellfire was coming out of that grill. They're doing that per- perfect uh, Cajun style ribeye, black on the outside and red in the middle. <laughs> whatever whatever came off of when that, you cut into it. Whatever came off of that was charred, no yes. doubt. But it was either raw on the inside or completely well done. Yeah, agreed. Do you think this men's basketball team could have used a point guard such as Z or Timmy Bowers or a true center like Bernardo more this year? I think you and I agree on this one, right? It's a point guard. 100%. They, they've, got, they've got enough. They got plenty I mean, of Tullo's, post play. Hello Smith and, and Garrison Brooks both are true post players. Garrison's more – he can be a little more versatile. He can step out and shoot a mid-range. He can shoot a three-point shot. But both of those guys are, are true post players. You needed a point guard this year, and they just don't have a true point guard. Cam Carter has helped, I think, in the last couple of weeks, but there hasn't been somebody that's you know a veteran that's experienced that can come in there and really handle the ball and, and allow Molinar to kind of do his thing off the ball. Dog at Auburn, we got to rank them here. I see people lamenting this basketball season because, quote, it's the most talent we've ever had. I believe this to be a ludicrous take. I present you six trios of the recent past. Rank these trios not considering their team accomplishments. So just on talent alone, Molinar, Brooks, Tolu, Charles Rhodes, Jamont Gordon, Barry Stewart, Lawrence Roberts, Timmy Bowers, uh, Winsome Frazier, Eric Dampier, Dante Jones, Daryl Wilson, D-Boss, Arnett Moultrie, Rodney Hood, Jarvis Bernardo, D-Boss, Barry Stewart. Um. Dampier, that crew's number one. That's two lottery or two first round picks. That's two first and round eight, picks and one, one long time All NBA SEC player. player. Yeah. yeah, that's one. I, and think I, I know number, he. I know he didn't say list their accomplishments or whatever. But even but they were that, two first but, round picks, and it's relevant that that crew was the core of a Final Four team. Yeah. Honestly, um, though, but I'm going to go the opposite here. I think number two is Boss Moultrie Hood. That's yeah, two, as far as talent is concerned. That's two first-round so. picks. Probably so. And then Boss um, was an all-SEC point guard. Yeah, I'm – just for – just favoritism, I like Roberts, Bowers, Fraser. I'll put them third. I would put them third. I Roberts like was them. a second-round pick. Bowers, all-SEC. Frazier, great, I, great complimentary player. I'm not going the with the NBA route. I'm going just good college basketball players. And that that is that is a trio of really good college basketball. It is. I feel like you almost have to when the comment is most talent. I mean, I got to go with the guys who were picked first in the NBA or first round in the NBA draft, don't I? Wouldn't they just if be you by want definition? To. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going college right. trio. So I'm going to go Dan Pierce crew. Okay, Lawrence one. Roberts and Bowers uh, Frazier. That's from your 04. two. Um, I'm going to go with Boss Moultrie Hood. That's your three. Then I'm going to go with. Rhodes, Gordon, Barry Stewart. Okay, that's your four. Bernardo, and then Molinar's crew. I don't know how much we're getting tainted here, though, about how we don't like this team, this current team. Well, I don't. It, it has nothing to do with that. I just don't think that that. I don't think that group is as talented as the uh, these other ones. I mean, I, I mean Brooks and Tolu. I, I don't put in the same 
realm as Bernardo or Rhodes. Or There's not Rhodes. an NBA guy in there. I'll tell you that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go. I might three. switch Bernardo and Bernardo and Rhodes. I might switch that crew. I'm going to go the three Ds. I'm going Boss Moultrie Hood, Robert Bauer Frazier, Rhodes Gordon, Barry Stewart. Yeah, Bernardo, Boss, Barry Stewart, Molinar, Brooks Solo. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So the only, the only, ones, the all, the only ones you and I disagree on is uh, two and three. Yeah. One more uh, tweet, tweet here, and then we'll do the commercial break. But our friend Hunter Boland, no question here. Staff infection had the season extended one week, and unlike State, held on to a second-half lead to win 54-53. We did suffer our first concussion of the year, though. I love sharing thunder and lightning with my Abilene Christian, I believe it's Abilene Christian, co-workers. Shirts are in the works. Hashtag get infected. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right, let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef is what's for dinner. When you're looking for a great decision for dinner tonight, head over to the grocery store and put some beef in your shopping cart. Not only is that going to provide a delicious and nutritious meal for your family, it's also going to help some of our 15,000 beef producers here in our great state. Whatever you're looking for, whatever kind of dinner you want to make, beef is going to be the best choice for it. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats over in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to find smoked southern soul food. Not just barbecue. So many people just say Two Brothers uh, Barbecue. That's not what it is. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. There's a lot more on the menu than just barbecue. And you'll find that out every time you go there. So if you want to enjoy a great meal in a great location, the place to go is Two Brothers Smoked Meats. They make it really simple at Advantage Business Systems. Everybody offers great products and great service, but nobody does it the way Advantage Business Systems does, especially when it comes to the service. So many places, you know, you talk to somebody, you know, on a 1-800 number or 1-88 number and, okay, go get my supervisor and, you know, we'll call you back and here's your case number and we can probably get out there in a week or two to fix it. When you deal with Advantage Business Systems, you're calling a 601 number. You're talking to somebody that works there and they're going to get your problem solved that very day. Probably in almost in most cases, and if not in in less than a day or two, because they're Mississippi business, they can get to you super quick. They don't have to bring somebody in from out of state to fix your problems. Their problems solvers are working right here in the same state as you. So call them today and put them to work for you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Sheldon Nations is football an asset or a liability? For MSU fans right now. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Okay. I think Liabil- it's liability for your health, maybe. Uh, that's been it's been the case since 1878 or whenever the first game was played. Um, but that said, everybody loves football. I mean, it, it, it's just yeah. it's it's what everybody wants to do. So football's an asset. It's always a good thing. Um Will Will Stanford wants a birthday shout out. He turns 38 on the 26th. Happy birthday, Will. Only two more years until life is officially over for you. Trust me on that one. Would you rather have your wife's best homemade meal or your mom's most served homemade meal? That's kind of a weird way to describe it, isn't it? Like your wife's best homemade meal? Your mom's most served homemade meal. Why would my mom's most served homemade meal not be her best homemade meal? Uh, I mean, that's, that's not... That's not always the case. I don't. Th- we used to eat chicken a lot, like baked. Yeah, chicken. but I like chicken. 
but it was like baked chicken. That was not my mom's best meal. My mom's baked chicken was my mom's best meal, and that delicious. And since my, I know my wife doesn't, okay, listen, but I, I can I'm get trying away with to this. make I'm trying to make a point here. I, I get it. I get it. I can get away with this because my wife doesn't listen to the podcast. I'd rather have my mom's baked chicken than my wife's best my best dish. Okay, hundred um, percent. I'm probably going with my mom's cooking too. Yeah. What is your mom's best dish? Uh, it's probably baked. It's probably her homemade bread. Oh, it or is good. Her Does your wife listen to the podcast? Are you going to be able to get away with this? She doesn't listen to this. All right, much. we're good. We're good. Don't anybody tell them. Sometimes she listens to the the rumblings, but that's it. But oh, yeah, my mom's my mom's best. My mom's best. The best thing she makes is either homemade bread or homemade cinnamon rolls. Oh, but she nice. also makes my mom every now and then will whip out fried chicken. And mm. she she you don't you wouldn't think that she would cook fried chicken. She's mm-hmm. actually really good at it. My mom's fried chicken was not good. It was not good for whatever. There were only two things in the world my mom could not cook: fried chicken and pancakes. She always burned the pancakes. So I don't know. You want to hear a funny story? So one night, or like not like over the course of a week, right? I see my mom is like putting bread crusts into a bag. And I'm like, what are you doing with that? And she says, I'm going to make French toast sticks one morning. I was like, sounds great. So we get to like one night, I'm going to bed. She's like, oh, tomorrow's the day I'm making the French toast sticks. Fantastic. Wake up that morning. I could smell a little tinge of burnt in the air. And I go look. And in the trash can is all those bread crusts. And I go to the table, and there's a bowl of cereal and a couple pieces of toast. I'm like, what happened to the... Just shut up! It's all... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Uh, I love my mom, by the way. Uh, let's see here. Chris Johnson. I've recently started co- back collecting sports cars and decided to focus on MSU athletes. Recently added a 1983 Johnny Cooks and a 1970 Bailey Howe. Those are cool cards. What are some cool MSU collectibles that you have? Do you have a, a one that stands out for you? Mm, I mean, right now the I, it's not really like you know old school or anything. But right now, my number one is the is the uh, front page of the Starville Daily News after the national championship. And my friend Robbie Falk got me one of those. That's probably yeah, so that, might be, just, that might be my, my choice as well. I, I have mean, it's a, just just because you know selfishly because I wrote it. And it's a piece of history yeah, and it's, it means sure. a lot to me, yeah. but you know, another thing that I really love is my, uh, Papaw, he died a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He, he used to collect, uh, everything and he has like old schedule cards mm-hmm. that, um, he made for his store. He had a hardware store in Matheson and he made schedule cards every year for a store mm-hmm. for like, so like back in the sixties, 50s, 60s, 70s, he he has his old schedule cards, and that's really cool. That is cool, uh, yeah, for sure. Of history, I guess. I have, I, I think it's a like a replica, but I have an, a 1980 MSU Alabama ticket. That's it's just cool. So, all right, uh, Derek Williford, who coughs more with a microphone in their face, me or Mike Leach? I had COVID, uh, man. What do you want? Yes, you have a microphone in your face more. So I do. I have it every day. So. Uh, here we go with Justin Strawn. Uh, if all decisions about the athletic department are made via fans on message boards, either Facebook groups or 24 seven sports, would they ever get one right? Rarely. I agree. 
unless we're talking about the end zone 11, then it would be right every time. Yeah, no. Disagree. What? How dare you? Uh, Peacemaker was a phenomenal hit. It's a character most people really aren't familiar with. What's the best movie or TV show you've seen based on a comic book character you weren't familiar with when you started watching? I was not a huge Doctor Strange guy as a kid. I I read a couple of them. I was like, I I can't. I can't get into it. But that movie is fantastic. And I I love his character. I love the character of Doctor Strange now. But probably my choice. All right, then. Moving forward. I don't have have any thoughts. That's right. I'm going to drive to a theater 15 minutes further away from my home to see the Batman when it comes out because it is a far superior screen and sound system. What's the furthest you would drive to see a movie just to go to a better theater? It's funny you ask because I'm going to Tupelo to see the Batman, so I'm going to drive an hour. To, to is that like a like an IMAX or something? Uh, it's they... not an IMAX, but it's they've got the reclining seats and all that, and and the the big. I want to go. I want to enjoy the uh, the experience. I drove. We drove to Jackson from Starkville to see uh, the Phantom Menace. That was my first ever to go to like a stadium style seating place. And uh, I remember that. So that's that's a, what a two two plus hour drive to go see a movie. Yeah, I, I haven't gone very far. The the longest I've driven just strictly for a movie is like thirty minutes. Like back in the day, going from Louisville to yeah, um, that's fair. Starville. Yeah. So, all right, John Wise didn't like the question, my friend. We move on. Oh, Mangum Cafe. I, I mean, it's the only way. Mangum Cafe. This is how Hulu. Responded to my complaint about the ad volume being extremely too loud. How terrible was their response? My higher level of support advised to relay this message to you. Thank you for reaching out and letting us know about the ad volume being louder than the content you are watching. It's thanks to viewers like you that we learned about the features that aren't working as expected. I can confirm that this is something our team knows about and is planning to address. I don't have a specific date to share with you as for when this will be resolved. It's not great. It's a lot of word salad there, isn't it? Yeah. Anytime you get a response like that, like a written response, mm-hmm. it's just it's mostly automated or mm-hmm. someone that's yeah not very genuine. I mean, I just well, I hate I hate when you can't just physically call someone and talk to someone over the phone. So I and I told you about this when we were at the uh, the game today. I ordered something from Fanatics yesterday, and I did not get a confirmation email. And so I reached out to, and it took me a while on the website to finally find something. And I finally contacted them and I explained I didn't get a confirmation email. And like their response was like, we are terribly sorry this has happened to you. We understand how frustrating this was like, I didn't get an email, guys. My, my, you know, my, 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 my dog didn't die. Like, what are we doing here? So, yeah, like, I, I, I can't, I can't stand those. And, and they're so like disingenuous too. Uh, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Stark 901 Stark Dog, how good did it feel to be at the dude dude smoke sausage dogs with or without coleslaw? Without what's your preference? Felt great to I don't, be at the dude, first and foremost. I don't really I don't really care. Oh, I do. Um I do. I, I mean I'll I'll eat well, I I'll, I prefer not to have mm-hmm. slaw on the sausage dog, but mm-hmm. if it's on there, it's not gonna no, bother no, me. No slaw. Bun, sausage, barbecue sauce, done. That's all I want. Oh, you want the barbecue sauce and the sausage dog? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that sounds really good. I just, I, why would I don't you not want that? About 
I know. Well, I just don't ever think about that. I mean, I, I usually just put mustard on it. I got you. Coast Dog says, Robbie, I saw you at Two Brothers Friday before the game. I was going to say hello, but I didn't want to bother you. Is it normal for listeners of the show to say hey, or they just let you be? I mean, people have come up to me plenty of times and said hey, and I don't, I don't mind it one bit. I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, I think it's, I, I think it's incredibly funny to me that that, that happens. But I'm, I'm surprised by that too, and, and it's yeah. like I'm just a reg, like I'm, I'm just I'm a guy. Not any, we're not famous. Yeah, we're just we just do we cover Mississippi State and we do a radio show. Yeah, talk to us. I've yeah, talked but, to yeah, the guys. If you see me at a restaurant and you want to come over and say hello, come say hello, man. Always, always willing. Unless I'm with like you know Margot Robbie, then back off. I want you know just let me have that moment. Okay, you're with the other Robbie. The other, yeah, that's so, if that's the other Robbie I'm with, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I felt like in Omaha. During the day, not that many people said anything to me. Mm-hmm. It was at night whenever people got uh, some alcohol in their system and they were they were Other people, more excited. Yeah. Right. So that that's whenever people would actually come up to me. And it's like the same way, like it like if I'm out to eat or something. Yeah. They gotta have a little liquid courage. Like yeah. I'm just like I'm a I don't have that, uh, that I'm a little overweight, uh now unathletic thirty two year old sports writer like it's not that big of a deal just say what's up you want to talk some sports let's talk some sports do it by all means uh alexandra watson says i like onions and i like fried but i don't like onion rings what's a food you should like based on what it's made up of but you don't this is a good question for example i love grape flavored things grape gum grape airheads grape skittles whatever right but i don't like grapes uh, you're, you're the most, like, I, I've just never seen someone that enjoys food as much as you do. That is this picky. I enjoy the foods that I enjoy. There's nothing wrong with grapes. Grapes are great. I don't, I don't, I don't like them. Wow. I, I mean, what, what are we going to do with you? Well, we're probably going to bury me in a few years to be totally honest. If I had to get well, let's it. not do that. Okay. Right. I'm going, uh, also from do- Alexandra, how are Archie and Zoe? They're doing fine. We ended up, we haven't changed Archie's name yet. We're still working on that, uh, but uh, it might happen soon. It's funny. The next guy who tweeted at me, his name was Archie. So that's, that's funny. Uh, anyway, there you go. So the, the dogs are doing great. They're doing fine. Uh, Patton Paris, Robbie, first off, sorry for my trip down memory lane last week. What did Patton say? I don't remember. I can't remember either. We apologize to you. Let's see if I can just find it real quick in his tweets. I don't know how much Patton is a tweeter. Let's see here. Uh, oh, I think it's just – oh, I get it. It's because he he, uh, he tweeted at Joel first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I All forgot right. about that. If you could have premium seating to only one event, which would you choose? WrestleMania, Super Bowl, the Football National Championship, or the World Series? The answer is WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and here's here's why here's why I say that. If I'm at a sporting event, I don't really care where I'm sitting, mm-hmm. as long as I can just see what's on the field or the court. Yeah. I'm going to be focused in on that. Mm-hmm. At, at WrestleMania, that is a experience. It is mm-hmm. a um, it's it's basically entertainment. It is entertainment. Well- yeah, I, I, I want to have the best view of that entertainment. I'm going to be entertained. It's like a concert almost. Like you want to have, you yes. want to be sitting up on the stage. It's quite, so yeah, you want to be sitting front row there on ringside because you want to have the best possible view. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. With you. 
Yep. Uh, I, I just want to be. I just want to be there for the sporting events. I just want to be in the arena, just to say I was there, and to be able to just see the court or whatever is fine. But it's like I said, WrestleMania. I want. I'm there for the experience. Mm-hmm. Now, having uh, said that, I had a pretty awesome seat for the uh, women's Final Four both years. But for the shot, I was eye level with Morgan William on the floor for that shot. And I'll yeah. never forget that. That now that was that was the best seat I've ever had for any kind of sporting event, probably. Yeah. To be able to be eye level with that shot on that side of the court. Yeah, that's that that's definitely cool. All right, three straight, no, no locks. You're out. Ooh. MSU history. Please rank these number 32s. Marcus Grant, Dante Jones, Craig Sward, Latoya Thomas, Jarvis Bernardo, Brandon Vincent, Aaron Weatherford. Toya's Toya's one, right? Toya's number one. Okay. Dante Jones is two. Yeah, and and, Jarvis is pushing him just because he has an NCAA record, but I'm going to give Dante the You're damn right you are. I know. I know you're a big Dante fan. I'm a mark for Dante Jones. I'm not going to argue with you on that. So I'm going to go Toya, Dante, Jarvis Bernardo. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go Craig Sword. Over Marcus Grant and Brandon Vincent? Well, he scored over a thousand points in his career. Brandon Vincent was Brandon Vincent is a is a guy that was a great role player for Mississippi State. The greatest been, role player in Mississippi that has been State held history. on a pedestal that will never go away. There will never every year. It doesn't matter how good that team is, that basketball team, you will hear an MSU fan say, Man, if this team had a Brandon Vincent. Exactly. That's my point. That's why he deserves some more respect here. Uh, he, he deserves respect, but I'm not putting him ahead of a thousand point score. Right, you go ahead with your ratings. For four years. You do your ratings, and I'll do mine. Uh, so I'm going to go Latoya, Dante, Jarvis, Craig Sword, Brandon Vincent, Marcus Grant, Aaron Weatherford. All right. I liked Weatherford, too. He's a good player. I'm going to go LaToya Thomas, Dante Jones, Bernardo, Brandon Vincent. I'm going Marcus Grant above Craig Sward, even. Craig, maybe, maybe it's just the teams, man. Sweet 16 we're versus. Not, we're not doing teams. We're doing players. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just tainted by it. I don't know what to tell you. And then Weatherford. Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm doing. Uh, Wade Jones, our friend, asked us, is there any really is there really any reason to tell a kid or a teenager to be careful when that you and they are about to separate? Within ten seconds, that statement is forgotten. Before they do something stupid, do you think back to my parents said to be careful and change their mind? I'm gonna tell you exactly why you say this, right? It's, it's liability. That way, when they do something stupid, I can come back and say, "Didn't I tell you to be careful?" That's right. I told you. I it told you. Robbie gets it. That's exactly correct. I told you to be careful, and you didn't. And look what happened. That way, you've got you've got hand in that. Yeah, that's the way to go. Just so we're clear, Craig Sward had almost fifteen hundred points at Mississippi State, and Marcus Grant had nine hundred seventy. Okay, Marcus so, Grant's nine hundred seventy points were more important than every one oh, of the Craig Sward points he scored. Craig Sward was was like carrying a bad team. They were awful, and he was able to. He was able to at least have a Ready good career. Here we go. Name one. Name one big win. Craig Sward. I'm not had. talking about wins, dude. That's not his fault. I'm this, just saying. A, I, I have asking, to ranking somebody takes the, everything into account. And no, Marcus Grant was on a Sweet 16 team. He hit a three pointer that helped beat Kentucky at Rupp for the first time, I think, ever. 
Okay, what was his personnel like, and what was his what was the coaching like I'm, that I'm he was just on? Saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm that's not what. The, it's not asking who was on the best teams. So, it's asking so upset. who ranked the number thirty-two. Greg Ward, what's going on here? I want my, this to be. My personal I want this to be ranking. done right. I want this to be done right, and I don't like the way that you handle your rankings. Fine then, I'll re rank like my. It. I'll re rank them. Number one, Dante Jones. Okay, two, well, Latoya it, Thomas. That's fine. Do it that way, and you can be. You can sit there in your wrongness. Well, then what, what difference does it make? Just let me be my rank. They're my rankings. It's my. I'm opinion. trying to save you. I'm trying to from save who? you from being. Everybody's from listening yourself. right now is going. I can't believe this guy thinks Craig Sword is better than Marcus Grant. That's what's happening no, right not. now. No, they're That's not. what's happening right this second. People are listening to this comment. I can't believe this guy would take Craig Sword over Marcus Grant. Dude, you wouldn't take Craig Sword on this team right now? A dude that scored 1,500 points in Mississippi State on a terrible team? Yeah, that's what this team needs is another two-guard that can't run the point. That's what this team needs. Well, all I know is, is Craig Sword was a really good player on some really bad teams, and I'm not going to punish him for being on terrible You know how we teams. talk about Will Rogers and like, hey, if you run in the air raid? You gotta, you know, you gotta throw for a lot of yards. I mean, somebody had to score the points for those terrible no, they didn't. things. No, they he, didn't. He's just the guy that did it. Nobody had to score those points, dude. You don't just get points. You don't get a, a collection of points and you got to spread them around. Somebody's got to go go score. Mm-hmm. This is this I'm just is saying. so ridiculous. People, people are this is so ridiculous. Well, we'll see. You know, it's coming on social media. We'll see. The people that are agreeing with you are wrong. Uh, if you say so. Ford Polk wants to know, why does funeral have fun in it? <laughs> the English language has uh, failed us again. <laughs> N- nothing to add? Okay. I mean, what, what are you supposed to add to that? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, why is K the strikeout symbol? Because S is for sacrifice. I guess like the the K really strands it stands out stands out strike right. strike, and strike. Yeah. it's uh, yeah I don't know taken from I don't, Brandon, know, I don't know why they do these things yeah taken from Brandon Walker you better be careful taking anything from that guy he'll kill you if you could go yeah, to this take, is a family show that's true if you could take a group of college football fans to war and win it which fan base including your excluding your own would you take um army. <laughs> uh, with the yeah, Army. I guess you can. I guess that counts. Army or Navy, maybe. You know, I feel like Air Force. You know, the, their retired fans probably don't have access to the F-16s, but Army are you know trained killers. So let's go with them. With uh, yeah, I, I, with I Arkansas, gonna, a second place here. I wasn't. Th- I wasn't going to think that way, but you pretty much <laughs> answered it. I mean, there's no other answer. To no make. other answer. Yeah. The Flying M with MSU getting into MFTs. Rank these pick slash videos you would like to own. First off, I don't. I can just watch them on on YouTube. I don't have to own them. The kick in the pick, the Stansberry choke, peep and croom, Nico Whitley peas in the bushes, the Bo Wallace fumble, or Jonathan Abram slaps AJ Brown. Can, slap I don't understand. I don't understand no. how these things work. If people are work. paying. People are paying money for pictures. People are paying are, are laundering money. It's what they're doing. They're laundering. Is it like uh, is it like OnlyFans for sports? No, it's just silly. Like I have five hundred thousand dollars I made selling crack. I'm going to buy an NFT from you, and now that money is suddenly not dirty. <laughs> that's what that's what NFTs are. One hundred percent. Is it? Is it? Okay. Well, that I, being I said, the one I would like to have the most in this group is probably the Stansberry Choke. 
I'll say that. Yeah, the, you, you well, you have you already have a physical peeping cream. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, here here on my oh, on, on your, my keychain on your keychain, courtesy of the Flying M. I was it. Yeah, he, he made it for me. All right, uh, let's see here. Andy Losick asks: There are things in sports that have changed during my lifetime. I still have trouble accepting. The Astros should be in the National League. The Supersonics should have never left Stark, uh, Starkville, Seattle. What are things that still don't seem right in sports to y'all? Along those same lines, the Brewers being in the National League doesn't work for me. Like, it just doesn't uh, work. Missouri being in the East, and, and that just... That's a good one. That's a re- uh, Just being in the SEC, but being in the <laughs> East for sure is dumb. And that's just simply because they didn't want to break up... Although they could have done it pretty easily, right? They could have put Alabama in the East, and that way you keep Alabama and uh, what sort of? I guess you'd have to break Tennessee. Up yeah, but I guess you have to break up Auburn, Georgia to do that. So the the I, whole like rivalry thing, like just make just let them play each other. Just change yeah. how you do that stuff. That's a good one though. Got a couple of good questions here from Raleigh Cadenhead, but he didn't block his answers, so we move forward. Oh. Uh, Ryan Nelson, what are your thoughts? Well, we talked a little bit about this about Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. But so we talked about that last week. But let's say these these are good questions here. Will AEW miss him? No, maybe maybe backstage. Yeah, you know he he he's been he's been a very big part of their production, mm-hmm. and you know it's, I think he's also done a lot of things with um, you know booking and things like that. They might meet. They might miss him in that regard. Mm-hmm. And also he's got his, you know he's got his own little kind of developmental thing. Mm-hmm. But the character, no. They right. got so many guys that they're they're gonna they're not gonna miss a beat with that. Who is the next AEW star to jump to, to WWE? It's gonna be a little while because some of those the young guys are all kind of locked up for a few years. But there's going to be a bidding war for for uh, for MJF when it happens. I think MJF. Uh, I I hope he doesn't go to the WWE. I hope he doesn't because he'll be a jobber there. He, and you know he, they won't allow him to talk the way he does. Nope. He's going to be reading, you know, scripted promos. I don't, I don't yep. want him to do that. I want and, him I to mean, be like he is. He's small, yep. so he'll be jobbed out. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have him. That he'll be the guy that comes in there talking trash at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then like Psycho Sid comes out there and yes. gives him the boot. Yes. And Undertaker exactly. choke slams him and all that. Exactly. Another one from Andy Lossick. What are your greatest thrift store or garage sale scores? I once found a 1990 Poison concert shirt that i flipped for 60 bucks man steve robertson paid 60 bucks for that shirt wow i'm surprised uh i don't do the thrift store garage sale thing very often what about you i don't either um but i did back in the day and Mm -hmm. i went one time to a thrift store really and and loaded up on some shirts i got a piggly wiggly polo Ooh. i got a uh iowa hawkeyes like it was black and uh yellow striped Mm -hmm. um and i got a Shirt, a button-up, short-sleeve handkerchief shirt. The shirt was the red handkerchief. The entire shirt. So okay then. Uh, Rob Hadaway, is there an MSU football team equivalent to this year's MSU men's basketball team? Is it two thousand one? I don't think it's two thousand one because that team was just bad. I know they had a lot of hype off season, but they were just bad. This team is at least capable of winning some games. So is it I'm, is it I'm, I know they I know they made a bowl game, but is it kind of comparable to eighteen? <sighs> that team was eight and four. They they were ranked in the top twenty five. I I think that team. But I remember coming in. Well, 
you remember coming in. Like I know that, what it is. That now team that I think was expected to win ten or eleven games. It was. You know what mine is? Twenty eleven. Yeah, because you you had that twenty ten season where you you felt like you really made a jump and you were going to just mm-hmm. well, they were ranked right in the top track. They were sixteenth when they lost to Auburn in, yeah. in week two, and then that was a it, big loss. That oh, I think that I think tough. that really yeah I think that really kind of those things were that, downward trend after and they went six and six. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's got to be twenty eleven is what we're going to go with. Um, also from Rob, rank these protracted WWE debuts: Nathan Jones, Brodus Clay, and Veer Mahan. What is Veer Mahan? He is the uh, he's with uh, Jinder Mahal. Oh, great! He, sure he'll he's get like over. he's kind of like the muscle. Oh, like he's like a Indian he, guy, muscle guy. You know, he was actually a um, baseball player. He's the muscle for Jinder Mahal, who's like one of the biggest, strongest guys in WWE. I don't know if that's what he's doing now, but I think that's I think he was kind of like the muscle guy for that faction, like the Indian group. Uh I don't remember Nathan Jones. <coughs> Big but you remember, seeing, uh, was, you remember the movie rough. Troy? Yeah. Remember like the guy who was in that that was from WWE? Yes, the big that, tall guy. That's Nathan I mean, I, Jones. I, I know who he is, but I don't remember his debut. Okay. And I, I remember Brodus Clay like the first time like the Funkadactyls came out and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That was kind of a well didn't he start out as like this supposed to be like this big bruiser heel and they turned yeah, him he into was, the, the Well he was a, he was a he was a muscle. He was a bodyguard. Yeah. Um now he's on Fox News. He is. Get his thoughts on the economy. Uh, I think it's mostly stocks, but yeah. Oh, well, that's the economy, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Uh, I guess it is. Do you have any optimism? This is from Snave. Do you have any optimism when it comes to the new USFL? It's fun to see a New Orleans Breakers logo again after 40 years, but do you think the league can actually survive? We were talking about this before we came on the air. The first two picks of the draft were Ole Miss quarterbacks. So they, they did the draft. I don't know if you saw this or not. Each round is by position. So the first round is you have to take a quarterback. XFL did that. Did they? Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, the first pick they did, was Shea they did Patterson. Like quarterbacks, uh, wide receivers, running backs, stuff like that. Okay. First pick was Shea Patterson. Second pick was Jordan Tamu. So oh, I don't know gosh. how the Michigan Panthers are going to do with Shea Patterson back there, but uh, we'll see. If it's like seven see. on seven, they'll do pretty well. Yeah. I think the XFL, when it comes back with the rock at the helm, has a better chance of making it than the USFL. But I do agree but that the nostalgia of it is cool. The XFL is really doing their homework, and I thought that they were doing really well before the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, I thought they had a, they had a good idea that they're really doing their homework before they come back. But I just I don't know if people are going to be fully invested in a, in more of these other football leagues. I will, but I just don't know if yeah if the you know if everybody in America is going to be on board with. It. I agree. I agree. It's tough. Uh, Paul Barrett asks, what's the proper etiquette on dogs in three gear? Can I wear it to any game as a reminder of the rallying cry on the way to the national championship series? Or is it faux pas to wear it to game one of a series or game two if we're up again? That's a good question. That's like, I've, I've always been kind of torn on this, uh, this, this whole deal. Cause in Omaha, you know, everywhere you went after the, after the uh, first game, everybody was chanting dogs in three. It was pretty funny. It was, it was cool. But, like, wouldn't you want to just win the game in, in two games? Win the series in two games? If you could, yes, I agree. Like, do you, do you, want, to, do you want that to be, like, your, your motto for forever? Dogs, and, dogs are going to win in three games? I mean, let's just 
Let's wrap. Make it, it easy. Too. Yeah. So also, we are a fan base that it, you know, uh, seven or eighteen years later is still wearing maroon is all that matters shirt. You know, just I guess you can just wear whatever you want. Well, there 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 are certain people that have lost their way. Yeah, I agree. That wear it, but not a whole lot. The Mount Rushmore of Starkville appetizers. Okay. I had one uh, to put I'm, on here, and then taste changed to an Italian restaurant. But they're they're I think they called the uh, Howard the Duck Fries. Fantastic, but they're gone now. The grills, uh, the grills cheese sticks. So we're going with the grilled cheese sticks as the as the, the premier cheese stick in this in the city of Star. I think so. It's I mean it's really between them and Stagger Inn for me. Philly spring rolls from Bulldog Burger on the I'm list. Down. Smoked uh, wings from Two Brothers. Yes. And then one more. Um, you know, I'm not, I haven't I haven't done a ton of appetizers around Starkville to really be the, the people. The people Buffalo always fries talk about the, at Boardtown are really good. I haven't had those. They're good. I mean, the cheese fries, obviously, over at uh, I mean, they're not the really bin. an appetizer though with the bin though. They're like on the menu as like a a meal. So I don't think that we can count that. Um, I've always heard the broccoli bites that um, that's Harvey's a good choice. Really good. Very but popular. I, but, those would be on mine because I don't. I don't. That, that's not really something that I. I don't like broccoli that much, but those are good. I'm I'm okay putting them on here. Mine's gonna be. I'm gonna go with three. I'm gonna go with the cheese sticks with the with the um, the pepper jack. Is it the pepper, pepper jack? jack? Oh yeah yeah, 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 for sure. So I'm gonna go with cheese sticks from the grill, mm-hmm. Philly spring rolls from Bulldog Burger, mm-hmm. and smoked for wings from Two Brothers. Okay. And then I'll add the broccoli I guess you bites. Need, I guess you need one more because if you're going to go with the broccoli board, bites from Harvey's, the people over at uh, Eat With Us are going to love us. We gave them three of the four. That's right. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, no, broccoli bites out. Broccoli bites out. Restaurant Tyler crawfish dip in. Oh, God. Yeah. How did we forget that? I don't know. I would put the barbecue ochre on there, too. But crawfish Oof. dip. Yeah, that's that's your top four. You eat those four things in one day. That's a good day. Now I want all of that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I still haven't. I haven't eaten since baseball. So, uh, Tanner Bolware, not only did you not lock it, somebody answered it. Then you liked their uh, their response, and then down the road, what? Why? What are you doing, MS Dog Eight? What? What are you doing? What are you doing here? And Tanner, what, what are you doing? doing? Oh my goodness! Move on. This is just what a. This is what I'm talking about. This is why you got a disaster. Absolute disaster. Last one from R.J. Sweatman. Well, I'm sure national championship winning coach Chris Lamontis wants to win every game. Could a case be made that he used this weekend as a testing ground for a few players? I think you can make that case this weekend. Last weekend he wanted to win those games because he does. That's a good team. This weekend you can really play around. I can't imagine. I mean, right? It's baseball, but I mean. Northern Kentucky, I mean, you, you got to come out and you should be able to, to beat this team with some of your backups. And listen, I think some of these backups are very much in the conversation to start. This is a very competitive, yeah, I agree, positional um, team. So, you know, I, th- I think this is a good opportunity to mix it up a little bit. Let's see what Tanner Leggett can do at shortstop. Let's we'll see if Drew McGowan can keep it up in right field. Um, see if you can get Kellum Clark back on track. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Last one here from RJ. Make a case as to why every play in football should be should not be reviewable. 
Coaches only have a few challenges, and if they want to waste one arguing a holding call, so be it. But it would help with phantom or non-calls. I don't hate this idea. I don't hate the idea of they called holding. I'm going to watch the. I'm going to watch the replay. That's not holding. Review that. I don't hate that idea. I do agree with that, and I've I've thought that before. Like, oh my god, that was so that's such a missed call. But like, where do you draw the line? Like, at some point, you well, got to say, okay, you draw it. At, you draw it. It's going to take forever. But uh, yeah, I, I guess so. But you do the NFL I mean, thing. It's just, you, you, you get two challenges, and if you win them both, they'll give you one more. So you yeah. got to pick and choose. You can't just go with, like, every penalty. I just but, feel like we, we, we're stopping the game a lot already, and these reviews are taking too long. It's, the game is – Well, college, college, college especially. NFL and college are, are both pretty long games. The, the, the NFL game, I mean, you're talking about every week it's a, it's a, it's a three-hour window. No questions asked, right? I mean, unless it goes into overtime. College games, you're talking sometimes four and a half hours to watch one game. I mean, that's just – it's just I, – I get all that. But at the same time, I want these calls to be correct, and I'm tired of refs missing calls. I'm just tired of it. So, anyway. All right. That's all for today. We'll recap some baseball. We'll recap basketball. Big game in, uh, in, in South Carolina uh, Wednesday night for the Bulldogs. We'll see how they do in that one to keep their, try to keep their, uh, their faint NCAA tournament hopes alive. Uh, plus, I'm sure we'll have some more stuff to talk about uh, as we close to the weekend. So, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.